My name is Gunner, and I play in a local Austin band called The Big Gun Show. I created this podcast to sit down with other songwriters, musicians, artists, and lovers of music to talk about their top five records that have inspired their lives and musical prowess. Tonight, I'm chatting with Kelly Green of Madam Radar. Well, they just changed their name from the Texas KGB to Madam Radar due to others that are down on the name KGB. Um, Jace, her husband, and I have had conversations about how it's not about the Soviet Union. And I love the name because it reminds me of my college days and the Killer Green Butter, KGB. They play the third Monday of every month at One to One Bar on South Lamar. And they have they had a new record that just came out in February, end of February, that is self-titled. Please check it out. It's Killer it Rocks. Anyway, we have an awesome conversation. And it couldn't be more obvious how close she is to her brother. She talks about how her dad had a record deal and turned her on to UFO driving around with him. Her brother's in the room. You can hear him chime in every once in a while now and then. And we talk about how we both love to have others jam with us at our shows and how two guitars are so much better than just one. Her husband, Jace, can take your jean jacket, distress it, sew on all these badass patches all over it. It's wicked awesome. I totally meant to give her mind tonight to take it over to Jace, but I forgot. Now let's get to the conversation, but first, you're on that desert island. What five records do you have? Yeah! I've got Kelly Green with me tonight. How's it going, Kelly? It's wonderful, man. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm awesome. You startled me with your excitement and I'm, enthusiasm. I'm excited to I, talk to you tonight. Instantly, I went from like a four and a half to like a, like a good seven. Wow. Yeah. That's it? Boom. That's it? Like, well, you know, I like to ride the that middle. The seven, right? Okay. <laughs> I like it. All right. You've got your five albums. That wh- Where are you taking these albums? Um, to I'm going to like, this is the last shit I'm going to listen to before I die. Chilling in the North Georgia woods. North Just, Georgia Woods. Yeah. All right. I like it. See, that's that's this is what I love. I'm going to ask everybody that. And so moving forward, I've got The Last Waltz by the band, which I cannot wait to talk about. Essential UFO. Yes. Uh, Kiss Unplugged. You got to have some Kiss on the list. Yes. Kiss on the list. <laughs> um, Sergeant Peppers, of course, the Beatles. And then you're saying Jailbreak by Thin Lizzy. It was a close, close one. And we're, I'm not even going to mention who the close one was with. You don't have to. It was a close one. But I did just read that that memoir of uh, Gorman for the uh, Hard to Handle. And he, uh. he talks about all of the stuff and all the shit that went down with the, the Black Crows. And it was fucking awesome. I have it right up there. I just finished it. My brother and I actually listened song for song, then Lizzie to Black Crows to make this final decision. And it was tough. It, every song on both albums was like, oh, man, what a great song. <laughs> Oh shit! Fuck! I love this one. Right, oh man, right. what a great song! Oh, and you know, and it was like song for song, and it was, and finally it came down to I went in my head, I went, then Lizard Black Rose, and I had Cowboy Song pop in my head, and I was like, all right, well there it's, you go, brain. You know the thing you is, gave me the answer. Let's talk about Thin Lizzy first, then. Cool. Um, Thin Lizzy, why this album for you? It's one of the first ones that I remember sticking in my brain. Like there's certain, you know, there's certain albums you hear growing up so many times, but it's the first album I remember hearing where when I heard it again, I was like, oh, I know this band. Yeah. I like this. Uh, Guitar solos. And when I found out 
you know, that it's a, the lead member was a bass player. I was like, oh, that's interesting because you don't yeah. see that often. No, you don't. And I thought that was really cool. That and just a lot of the songs, the way they wrote them, um, maybe from, you know, his influences, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, this is unique way of looking at a rock song that I've right. never heard. It was like lullabies almost, you know, because yeah. a lot of them are like old classics. And it's like, this is different. But that album, it's, I mean, it's, come on. It is it is epic. It's and, and one thing that you forgot about them is that all the doubled leads that they do. Yeah, that's the one thing I love about my band right now is that we've got like Ray and Barry that just like double, when we're practicing, we'll say, "Hey, Ray, Barry, you double that part," you know. So that's that's one of the things that I love about my band and the way it sounds. And you guys can't do that because you don't have two electric guitars. Or do we? Yeah, that, I, I'm very excited to hear that. Or. Ooh, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> We've been working on some cool stuff. So, uh, yeah, Jace, come on with the. Yeah, right. I with... told him. I said, "Dude, you need to play electric." He can. He can kick out a lot more volume. Yeah, lot, no, and, there's still uh, things. Then Lizzie is proof you can do a lot with that. It's that's one of my favorite things. It's like the the a you know going back and forth the right. duel, but also just laying it down together. Just make an emphasis on that cool hook and going, hey. Yeah, it's so good. Um, so what else about that album? It, it, okay, we love the guitar. We love... Uh, you it's know what? dramatic, man. I don't know. From, you know, one of my favorite songs is I'm a Rocker. Yeah, yeah, for it's sure. Like, it's weird. I am your money man if you're looking for trouble. It's like, what? What are you... What are you? It's almost like he's, he's not rapping, but he's like, he's like talking shit. And it's yeah. like, oh, God, it get, gets me excited. It just gets me excited. Leaves you feeling confused. I'm not even confused. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm ready to go fuck some shit up. You know, uh, it's like. <laughs> yeah. I hear that. So, yeah. So, it, like, one of the things that I love is about that album is the attitude. Egg- attitude the is attitude, a perfect word. The swagger that that guy has. Absolutely. You know, he's like, if you don't want to know, forget it. That, that whole line, <laughs> it's just like, oh, yes. It's like, yeah. it makes me smile. I just, I, that, that is one of the, my favorite story about Thin Lizzy that I can tell you about my experience is that I was in Colorado and I've said this story before on the podcast, but we were listening to, this guy took us to this this graveyard in nowhere, Colorado, in Tin Cup, Colorado. We came back, he basically took us to this place and we stuck uh, sticks in the in the gate so that it wouldn't close. We came back that, that <laughs> night listening after going back, eating mushrooms and uh, smoking some weed and then we drove back listening to Stevie Wonder and Thin Lizzy jailbreak. So that's my story. We crossed the bridge and there's those sti- two sticks that we had placed in, in the gate were in a cross on the bridge that you had to go over. I was like, oh. <laughs> and all my friends called me Gumpter. Like I was gumpting everywhere. <laughs> so uh, That's great. Yeah. I wish I had a cool story like that. No, I just really like their music. My brother and I... Uh, Usually when we're on long road trips, we end up pairing together because the way we do it in our band is every like 150 miles, we switch drivers. So whoever's driving becomes the navigator. And then they get to sit on the bench and then they get to lay down. And after you've laid down, then you get to drive. And we do this. the music? Well, the driver gets to pick. Okay. So And the navigator does whatever the driver the navigator. wants. Yeah. So like if I'm driving, my brother will navigate and... It's one of those, like, we always listen to stuff, you know, it's like, what's going to keep you awake at 3 a.m.? Right. And a lot of these albums, and some of my go-tos are Thin Lizzy's Jailbreak or also UFO. Yeah. That's my other go-to. All right, let's talk about UFO right now. 
You want to drive, you want to stay awake, you need that music that's going to keep you pumped, that kind of music where you're like bopping your foot and like tapping your head and like doing the air drums, the fuck, you know, the guitar solos yes. with the hands. Yes, like, I Wait, do. I'm driving, two hands on the wheel. When Wait, I, I need one for a guitar solo. <laughs> so it was hard for me to find it because I just listened to all these on Spotify, right? You know, and I like to listen to all these before. Yeah, I, I wasn't to sure because this is kind of like a greatest hits album, but when I heard it, it I had physical CD of it and right. there's like a kid, like, I don't know, in a hat or something on a farm. I'm yep. not sure what's going on, but like that that's what I had as a kid. So I didn't know it was the greatest hits. It was like, this is UFO, the essential UFO is the name of it. Right. And my brother and I wore that thing out, man. Awesome. So when I listened to it, the first thing that came to me when I, when I heard that song, um, what was it? Uh, Doctor, Doctor. Uh, yes. I felt that it was Thin Lizzy meets Ted Nugent meets ACDC. Okay. I can feel those for sure. Because that it was like the funny thing is is I've asked multiple people, have you ever heard of UFO? And they're like, no, no, and nobody's heard of them, <laughs> which is awesome. It's one of my favorites. So you know what? And I say? now I am a fan. They uh, rock bottom. I don't. Yes. And born to lose those. And the one you mentioned, the three of those three are like some standouts to me. If you're just gonna quick check into them, but rock bottom is forever one of my favorite songs. And that like, again, born to lose. Both of those are just <sighs> the solos are just intense and tasty and the music what i love about it is there's like a beginning middle and end it takes you on this journey so it's not just like a quick song oh we're gonna have a hook no there are hooks throughout the song but it's really an adventure and it, it takes you on a like on a ride so it's it you know well talk it, to me more about that because i don't really i i think i know what you're talking about i you know i feel like there's a couple ways of looking at songs there's like you write songs for you um, you can write songs for other people or you write songs that are like you know, songs you want to sell, you know, right. and you know, the songs you want to sell are like, you know, they repetitive. Maybe they have like, they have a hook and you just say it over and over and over mm -hmm. again. And everyone understands it. They can sing along with it. That's cool. This is one of those songs where it's like, it starts off one way and then it changes musically into another way yeah. and then it changes again. But each it's almost like reading a book. Like, you know, there's, the introductory to the characters and then, oh, see, they grow a little bit. And then by the, there's like a climax. And then at the end, it kind of settles back down and you're left just going, wow, I want to hear that again. I just felt that all of those songs that I listened to by UFO, because what I had to do was go to Wikipedia, yeah. find the song list and then go through and listen to each song. Wow. Right. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. So, but no, 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 no. It, it's not a bad thing at all. It's just like, I, I mean, I understand now why they kind of put it in that order. It's just kind of like the whole art of the album that I feel is lost today. So, um, UFO. I love. I, I really thought they were cool. Um, what else do you have to say about them? I don't know, man. Tell um, me about your first experience with UFO. UFO, I think the first time I ever remember remembering UFO, I was probably about 16 years old, and uh, my brother and I went on the road with my dad, who had a record deal at the time, and uh, we moved to Missouri, and we were just traveling around. We were, like, looking at houses. And, you know, my dad had this record deal. It was this cool deal. And uh, my dad introduced us to all this different music. And uh, UFO was one of the ones that stood out to me on our road trips. And uh, when we were just, like, hanging out, listening to stuff. Uh, the guitar solos. That's, that's, that's what you love. Yeah, I love that. And you know what? What I've realized lately is the more we we are writing songs we're kind of going on that route of like what can we sell it's like let's get something on a soundtrack let's do this let's do that right. 
and we're writing more like hooky and a little more simple and my guitar solos are all like more like riffs now and not yeah. solos and there's a little part of me that's like man i need to write like like some no, jammy I, tunes like I, i've I've gotten away from that understand. and a fan of ours actually mentioned that to me the other day and i was like oh because some of my favorite music is that exaggerated like solos yeah and, just like yeah. where it you know but that's what that's what i mean that's what i that's what i love about music but you know you know to you know maybe more sellable stuff isn't that way but I still want to like take that thing that I love and, you know, share that with other people that may not have that because everyone's going in a different way. Yeah. So I, I think I'm going to sit down and like listen to that UFO album and go, should. what do I, I love about this? And then take that. I think that's a great idea. Cause I believe like, especially on the, the album that we're recording right now is that it's going to be half hockey talk and then half rock and roll. And it's going to, you, you guys have an interesting like dynamic. To, are you recording with AJ? Um, I don't think we're going to do it with AJ. I think oh. we're going to do it with somebody else that can do a more honky-tonk feel. Okay, cool. If that makes sense. And yeah. It's probably going to be recorded live. Nice. Um, n- not necessarily live, but Some in of my the same favorite albums. Plan. That's another thing I was like, oh, man, you know, like Kiss Alive, Frampton Alive, like Comes Alive. Like There's like some really good live albums that yeah. are like almost made my list. And all, all I'm saying, though, is that, you know, on this one, I don't know if I want to be so concerned with keeping the three-minute mark. Yeah. You know, it's like there's some songs that are that are really good songs and I'm definitely willing to let the producer say, Hey, listen, you know, we should shorten this song. If they say that then I'm I'm cool with it. But live I always want it to be we, extended. We shortened a lot of songs. We actually did the fade out on a couple songs. We were like live we'd take it and, you know, go an extra minute or something. We just were like fade it. Yeah. Just fade it. And it was if it's kinda it out, then yeah. Well it it's works. kinda weird to hear it back now. It's like, whoa, like yeah. Where did the song go? But I'm also like, okay, that's it's it's kind of an old school, you know, yeah. kind of feel to it. I, I just I, I love that whole like feeling of yeah. uh, of you know fading out just because you're rocking it out. We recorded at the finishing school with Gordy Quist um, from the Band of Heathens, uh-huh. and uh, it's like an old house that used to be Up owned north. by George Reeves. Yeah, close to here actually. It's very close to here, and that, I was thinking about doing it, but they're they're down to the studs right now. Yeah. So. When we did that, um, they had just bought all these microphones that were used from uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody recordings uh-huh. from Freddie Mercury. Okay. They bought those, and we got to use those. And uh, we his their whole thing when we were recording, we're like, what did the Beatles do? Right. And it was like, oh, wow. We were like doing vocals through Leslie's and stuff. like Just like weird trying stuff, singing, like, I don't know, all together in a room, like, you know, picking a weird room. Being like, right. hey, let's see yeah, what can yeah. come out of this. And it was awesome. And... Uh, that's another reason I thought, uh, you know, I have to have some Beatles on this list. Okay. So you're clearly I'm Beatles me just over like, Stones, right? Segway. I was like, I rode like a little scooter in here. I was like, Segway. Well, <laughs> that's okay. Let's talk about the Beatles. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Question. Why that album over the, all the other ones? Abbey I, Road, Revolver. I, know, I, know. I love all of them. Album. But this one in particular, my brother and I. When we were kids, we would uh, we would play a couple different video games, and this one in particular, um, we would listen to like certain albums while we would play video right. games, and this was one of the albums that we had during our little video game phase, and uh, I just I don't know, it's fun, it's weird, it's quirky, the yeah. the artwork is cool, super cool, but yeah, I don't know, there's so many great songs on that album. It's agreed. There's, there's no doubt it, that is one of the most classic albums of all time. 
Um, and I, I just loved also how like the name of the song kind of had a theme song or in the name of the album had a theme song, yeah. you know, you know, yeah. it was like, or whether they named the album after the song or whatever, but it, it was like a little theme that was cool. Right. The whole circus theme yeah. and all, all that stuff. The Stones try to co- cover it. And like, I, I'm clearly a Stones. Apparently you're the Beatles guy. See, here's the thing. Like, I feel like Beatles fans can appreciate the Stones, but I feel like Stones fans are always like, yeah, the Beatles are all right. Well, okay. <laughs> we can argue about this at a later date. <laughs> but I will say that I believe you're either Be- Beatles or Stones. I love them both for different reasons, but I tend to uh, go to the Beatles. Just I like how weird some of their stuff got, but I do appreciate like the bluesy side of the Stones. So... I haven't had anybody on the podcast yet that has said in their top five Beatles and Stones. Interesting. So, I would. I, I will say this also that nobody has chosen. Like I feel that some people want to cho- choose Exile on Main Street as the best Stones album because it's mm-hmm. got it's got more songs yeah. or, or whatnot. Great album, but it's not my favorite. What's your favorite? Let It Bleed, for sure. Nice. I wanted my first dance with my wife to be "You Got the Silver." Aww. And she trumped me because she, as Mick Jagger says um, in his album, what is it? Uh, what does he say? Is it, um, I forget what he said. Um, he, he had an album. I, I, I don't know. Anyway, let's talk about the Beatles. What about the? You said it's quirky. You yeah. said you said it's it's it, it was very experimental at that time. I feel. Yeah, I think uh, maybe that's what I appreciated about it is. Uh, some of the liberties they took to create that music that maybe, and maybe they could pull it off live. I don't know, but I would say some of those songs would be difficult to pull off live. Um, especially some of the transitions between some of the songs. Like, I don't know how you would pull that off, but uh, I love that they did it anyway. Cause I feel like one of my things as an artist is going, how are we going to do this live for our fans? Right. They're going to hear the album. They're going to miss these parts. Like how do you, and sometimes you just got to go, the live show is separate from the recording. Cause then when you're recording, you can do whatever. You, that's like a dream land. It's a magical place where you can add all the icing you want. And you should be allowed to do that. You know, you should be able to, allowed to get weird and try some different stuff. Because the live show is going to be different anyway. How do you capture that live feel on an album? It's almost impossible with unless you do and an you actual live album. Even if you have an awesome live take, it's, it's never the it's same. It's never the same. I know. Because you know what? I've been at shows where I was like, oh my God, this is just. Oh, it's getting me. It's in my heart. And then I watch it back on like some YouTube video. And I'm like, oh, wow. I remember that being better. Well, it's also you try to share it with someone and it's and like, oh, that was, that was so much cooler in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was cooler live too. But so, that's the What deal. is that? There's something, there's I, something I about that. I don't so. know what it is. It's anybody that does a live album to me always, it suffers in comparison to the, to the recorded stuff. Yeah. So to, so to take that, like to go, you know what? Let's not worry about that. Let's, let's, Try something weird. Let's. Yeah. What did, uh, what did uh, I think our producer said something about in a book he read? John Lennon wanted to be like hanged by his feet and swung around a microphone. <laughs> and they wow. like. Okay, I, never I don't think that. they ever did that. I think the guy like talked him into something else and he got distracted and forgot about that. But you know, that's the kind of shit that you can do when you're recording in the studio. Yeah. In the studio. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Why not? And you know, maybe that's like weird and may probably not going to produce a good thing and maybe the guy knew that but like still if you want to try it you can <laughs> you can you don't have to release it yeah, exactly okay so in the studio what was um all right forget that <laughs> um 
what else about the Beatles? So, I mean, I love the Beatles. I feel like the Beatles are, you know, I I think they're incredible musicians. I feel like that when Lennon and McCartney got in the same room together, that they would always, I mean, just well, even when they minutes, weren't boom. in the same room together, even when they didn't like each other and they recorded things separately. What I love about that is I've learned so much about harmonies. I've learned about how sometimes some taking something simple can go a long way. Like some of the little guitar parts and little guitar runs yep. that weren't like flashy. Not it's not like UFO Michael Schenker, like let me just like rah, all over this guitar. It's like right. simple stuff, and it's so impactful that like taking those two worlds. Like I love to live in somewhere in the middle, you know. Yeah. But like I love that, and Sergeant Pepper. There's all these little simple things that just like make this big product, and yeah. that's so cool to me. There's, yeah, it's like even the triangle. Ding, yeah, ding, just ding in the background, you know. It's a, it's incredible. What you, like a little goes a long way. That's what I learned from Sergeant Pepper. Love it, love it. Okay, now let's talk about Spinal Tap. I mean, Kiss Unplugged. <laughs> Dude, I believe on YouTube somewhere there's the complete uncut. Like I think it's like three hours long of the Kiss Unplugged, but it is so real and so cool. And I'll tell you what. Anybody that's like, oh, rock and roll and I party every day. Oh, Detroit Rock City. No, don't. Just shut up. You don't know anything about Kiss. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Well, tell Kiss me. may be my number one favorite band ever. They were the first concert I saw, and they were the last concert that I've seen. Kiss is fucking awesome. <laughs> the Unplugged well, album especially shows the true musicianship. Like Out of all the albums on that list, I could probably talk most about this album because this one especially any music that I write any time ever is somehow influenced by Kiss. Kiss. Okay. I, I, I can't wait to hear it because I'm very interested because I don't I I love Kiss. I think that Kiss as a band, they had they it's just like Orville Peck. I don't know this <laughs> yeah, guy. Yeah. He's got that it's a shtick, you know, so they yeah. painted their faces, they did that and they got all the attention from that. I don't believe they're the best musicians. And you can tell me I'm wrong. Watch Kiss Unplugged. You might think I, differently. I will watch it. Um, you know what? Take, we had, it's you know it's like from 1994 or something. Yeah, it was like a MTV Unplugged showcase, and they sat down and at the time they had Bruce Kulick and Eric Singer, uh -huh. which are not the original members, but they are that that is my favorite lineup of Kiss. No Ace Freely. No, well, no, but Ace and he was, the, he was there, wasn't he? He they he did join, yes, him and um uh oh my god, I'm blanking, Peter, Chris, thank yeah. you, oh, sorry, they uh, they they showed up and they did like a reunion for the first time in a few years yeah. at that point. That being said, they have some songs that you just listen back and you're like, wow, the chord structures, the harmonies, um, the dynamics, the hooks, man, they are great songwriters when you get past the simple like i have a penis rock and roll songs when you get past that there are some really like they're complicated they're interesting they have emotion you know that they're, they're really good songs they're really good songs i love it i love it what's your do you have a favorite mm. you don't you can say no yes um what is i still love you yeah yeah if you just look up that one song, I Still Love You, Kiss okay. Unplugged. Kiss Unplugged. All right. Well, I listened to the whole album. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that um, I think that they're a cool band, and they're legendary. It's like, and 
Well, I think that what's so great about this particular album is Kiss is known for makeup and yeah, they were no you know makeup. fire and explosions and you know cow tongues like, and blood yeah. and all this that album stuff. they sat down no makeup acoustic guitars and they just played and that is what's so incredible about this album to me because it really shows their musicianship and uh, I don't know they're great songs some of my so, favorite songs ever period I love the whole unplugged series. I thought that was just so I wish. Awesome. Why is that not a thing anymore? And I, I, Why I is want that my not a band thing? to do that more often. I want us all three to play acoustic we've, guitars and fucking swap. And we've actually been trying to do a little bit more of that. You know, we've realized like all of the really up shows are great, but when you start to get real fans, it's like they want to know a little bit more about you. And like, how do you yep. how do you share that when you're trying to put on like a thirty to hundred ninety minute show? You know what I mean? It's like. Okay, we rock out. We do. We can. You can tell little things before songs, but it's like doing those real, you yeah. know, kind of broken down shows. It's like, and broken down seems so like, like a, like a negative no, word, it's not. but it's no, like, it's not. But I, you know I, what I'm saying? I, I like, totally disagree. I I think that that sound, like when not, when I go listen to like Nirvana unplugged, Pearl yeah. Jam unplugged, all Alice in Chains unplugged, all that stuff. It's just it's it's so it's it's like it's like a dimmer uh, an older demographic that wants to listen to it. Yeah, does that make sense? Uh, even like Eric Clapton unplugged, oh, right? Eric Clapton. Ah! I felt I felt he showed up the band when I th- felt he showed up Robbie Robertson when he played on the yeah on the the last waltz. Anyway, Eric doesn't Clap- matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, I, that, I'm just gonna tell you, I felt Eric like, Clapton is God, but yeah, <laughs> right? He is. Actually, yes. I'm not gonna say anything else. But so, um, what else about? Okay, I understand. The, the kiss you you love you, you love their musicianship you love their songwriting is that is that what it but is start to finish it's just a great performance and also when I we spent because I'm a real kiss fan my brother and I have seen like every documentary every special little you know every we've bought every album ever even if they're putting out the same twelve songs right. like I have everything like I am a true kiss essentials fan essentials one essentials two like, everything yeah. I remember walking into my room when I was a kid and like it was like my brother and, and our neighbor kids and they had it paused and it was like the boobs on the TV screen from like it was like a kiss uh, confidential or something and there was these mm. hot chicks and they were just like babies. walking around shirtless and I remember walking in the room being like boobs. Boobies, boobies. Boobs. It's like faucet, right? <laughs> boobs. <laughs> I should have worn my faucet t-shirt tonight. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think they're awesome. Uh, they've inspired me as well. Because they had the whole Kiss Army thing going on. I've been a part of the Kiss Army since I was five years old. See, I was not, but I, I when I was my last band, I, did, I tried to do like a, I wanted to start a fan club, and so actually in my band now, the Big Gun Show, we've started a Big Gun Show fan club, and we printed up like the credit cards that said Big Gun Show fan club. Hey, bring Grandma, she'll have a blast. You know that kind of stuff. <laughs> Because everybody Love comes it. up and says, you guys are so much fun. I had so much fun. Or, yeah. yeah, blah blah blah. Fun, you guys fun, are fun. fun. That's that's what we do. Yeah, you guys are definitely like, if I'm thinking like party good time, that's, the big gun show that's, and the name that says it all really, and the the logo too. I know. I haven't seen I the know. logo. You, you're looking the, at the logo. I know right the now. little the flag gun. Ding ding. <laughs> it just falls down. <laughs> great. Right. That was actually my wife's idea, which is no, that's good. But um, good yeah, job, wife. So, so now we have the big gun show fan club, which is is super fun. And there's some things that you get with it. You get a. Um, you get a secret, you get knowledge transfer of the secret 
007 Big Gun Show handshake. Oh. We have a secret handshake. I might teach it to you and give you a card. Oh, I love this. Yeah, you got that. You get free sweaty hugs from the drummer. Unlimited. You get, when we play at uh, the Little Longhorn Saloon or Jenny's, you get uh, free tequila all the time and free uh, 50% off merch and cover charges. So that's what you get as being a member. And then after every show, we pick a VIP of the show, the band does, and we give them a card. That's awesome. So I'm I'm uh, taking this in. I'm gonna borrow some of these ideas later. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a card tonight. You can be a member of the of the big that gun is show. Really cool. Call. I love that. Plus, I'm I'm a sucker for a secret handshake. Oh, it's so good. You're gonna I know, love it. I'm I gonna teach it to you tonight. Oh, God, I'm so excited. Okay, last waltz. Mm. All right, dude. You, you hit me. Hit me now. Come on. First off, the band is the greatest band name of Ever. all time. Like you, so how do you good. how do you top that? But also, how can you have Neil Young and Neil Diamond on the same thing? Like how about Doctor John? How what? about Joni Mitchell? Okay, how well, about you know what? She was Muddy my least Waters. favorite part. But also, I love that even though I don't care for Joni Mitchell that much, I still love everything that's happening. Um, I agree with you because when I had Patrice on the podcast, one of her albums was Joni Mitchell's. Um, mm. I, I don't remember which one it is, I, but. We could not listen to music together. I love I, you, Patrice. I can, I, and I love Patrice too. And I, I, I still don't get it. I'm trying to get it. Mm, I can't. I, I I've get tried, all of your albums. I've tried. You, you know what? I, I love rock and roll. That's you know? because we I both love, love rock and roll. Yeah, I love rock and roll. Joni Mitchell's. Sometimes it's just like, just so many words strung together that I don't actually get what she's saying. And I get it, like maybe it's poetry, like. But I also just like the the, the sound of her voice is just kind of annoying to me too. So I just, That's and fine. honestly, her face bothers me. Damn it, it, it I am just, I just. Well, no, no, I, I understand. She, she <laughs> seems like she's always frowning. You know, she's just, <laughs> just not a Jenny you know, Mitchell fan. Uh, and then Cowboy says, or Coyote says, and I'm just like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I hear um, I, And I, I get it, but there's there's so many people that love her, and I'm trying to understand. Like, it's. It, you like, know what, like any artist that I don't care for, I just go, you know what? That's not for me. It's not for me. It doesn't mean it's bad. It just means it's not for me. But, so she's just but not the for thing me. is, is that people like my wife cannot un- understand why I like Wilco. They're in my top five albums. I don't know much about Wilco, but I do know that they have amazing poster art. I love but, like I could I almost I could I could never check out their that. music just because I love whoever does their poster art. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Okay, that that's that, yeah. that's news to me, and they're one of my favorite bands. Yeah. So back to the band. Mm, gosh, yes. Favorite member. Oh no, I can't. I can't. I always thought it was gonna be Levon Helm, and then I watched again tonight before you came over here. Do you know I what, but in the documentary, they, don't they all look like way fucked up? Yeah, oh, they are. I They're know they are, but like, but like, but like, wow! I just watched it like a week ago or something, and I was like, I do not remember them being like this. Yeah. Like this high. <laughs> They are. Like, they're all really fucked up. Especially it's, that one other dude. I don't even know his name. It's you know? all the interviews in between, like, yeah, the music. That's that when you see like, it. Yeah, yeah, it's like. And then I love Neil Young gets up there and at the very end for the encore. And he's like, mm, his jaw is <laughs> just going everywhere. <laughs> yeah, the, the entire thing, though, it's like two hours long, I think. Something like that. Like, yeah, start to finish. Under. It is just brilliant. It is awesome. I, I, I mean, it's, the whole, I mean, Martin Scorsese, you're yeah. the man. He's, he did a great job. It's just, 
God, I don't know. You know, I love the guitar tone. I love um, just how many shared vocals there are. Harmonies. And then how they even bring even more people in to sing, even though they are all incredible singers. Yep. Like, that's something that our band is like, we all sing, and I love that about our band. And I love to bring in special guests. And right. I always think of that documentary every time. It's just like, you know, just getting all your friends up and just sharing that love and just like having all these yeah. talented people do it at the same time is like really cool to me that it's always an inspiration. Yeah. So that's like my favorite thing too is like, you know, I want to put on a show, but I also want everybody to have a good time and I want people to come up and, and play with us. Well, people have short attention spans. So it's nice for them as a an audience participant to go, mm-hmm. oh, wow, I've been enjoying this. Oh, maybe I'm about to like, oh, wait. Oh, and there's something new coming on. Up. And yeah. oh, and even if you switch it up for two seconds, it's just that nice, like, you know, just it pulls them back in. And I love stuff like that. Like I love bringing an extra amp and an extra guitar to a show. Yeah. So that people can just. Just it, jump it, up hey, and jam. Come, up, come on and play with us, you know. Yeah. Because we've, we've got a handful of songs that just are, are ready for, for anybody yeah. to, to sit in and jam. So Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So you should do that with us for sure. Wicked Boo. <laughs> All right. So, what else about the last waltz? Okay. So, here's the deal. The, the thing that I love about your pick about the last waltz is that it is when you listen to the album, it's like four hours long. But I still consider that to be an album. I don't consider it to be a greatest hits or anything like that. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I guess. Yeah. Yes. But when I watch the documentary, that because that's that's all I've ever seen. I, I never even knew there was an album, The Last Waltz. It starts off with that really weird song. It's almost like circusy. Yeah. And every time I'm like, what is this shit? I know, but they, I mean, Bob Dylan was on there too. It's, they had like I so know, many fucking everybody. epic. And you look back and they're all so young and shit. It's just like. I was lo- I was thinking about that when I was watching it today. I was like, Levon Helm looks really young. I know. And then I said, well, he died at like 70 something. I was like, well, that was 40 years ago. Oh my God. So 40 years ago would have been in 2016. <laughs> right? So that's, yeah, well, I, I guess that's a ripe age for him to die. Yeah. But, um, and Levon Helm, did, if I had to pick one, I, I think it would be him. Although I do have Robbie's. I know. Robbie's just um, like. Up there. I'm reading the um, Sundog, the the um, biography of Dwayne Allman right now. Mm, nice. I'm reading Santana's uh, memoirs right now, and he almost made my list too. He's one of my favorites. He, but that, that doesn't surprise me at all. Okay, so what else do you have to say about all of these albums? Is there anything you could put that... Uh, uh, let me try to describe you. Okay. You are a guitar girl. Yeah. And every one of these guitars is very guitar-driven. Absolutely. Um, I'm the same way. If you look at all of my albums that I pick for my top five, I'm not going to tell you what they are right now because that's boring. I am curious, though. I will tell you and after we're done here. But I believe that music, in my opinion, should be guitar-driven. That's what I want from from music. I want it to be... Like the, the whole reason my band has two guitars right now is because I feel that both of I, I want that doubled solo, I want that harmonic solo, the the switching of leads. I I, I want that Stonesy, that that Thin Lizzy, that that Almond Brothers thing that goes that they do, and that's that's just what I want. So I feel that's kind of the same for you. 
Absolutely. And the more you mention the Allman Brothers, I'm like, how did they not make my list? Because, man. You only get five. I know. Okay. It's like, it's hard to pick five. <laughs> it's so hard to pick five. Everybody says that. Every time, can I have eight, please? Give me ten. I'm like, nope, you get five. I, That's you know it. what? I picked those five pretty quick with the exception of Thin Lizzy and I went back and forth between that and the Black Crows because both of those were really influential to me yep. but I tried to pick the stuff that I was like what made me the musician I am that's how yeah. I based that list so it was like awesome that is exactly what I like to it's hear like anytime I check in and go what what kind of songs do I want to write I listen back and listen I listen to? back to these albums yeah. so that's how I made this list and that's what I have to say about that it's just you 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 nailed me I am a guitar driven girl and uh but also I love harmonies and I love dynamics and I love songs that take me on an adventure. And how awesome, adventure, I love that. Um, but how awesome is it for you to be able to say, okay, I've got these songs and I want it to be guitar driven, but I also want to take the influence of the way that the harmonies were over in UFO or in whatever it is. Yeah. And just bring, it's just like your, it's. It's the finest form of flattery is, is theft. Yeah, right? absolutely. You know, I, and most of these guys will probably never hear any of my music. Some of them will probably die off before my music's even cool enough to be heard. But if they ever do, I hope that they get to listen back and go, oh, wow, well, she listened to my solos. Yeah. You know. That's like one of, one of my top records is Jet. <sighs> I love Jet. They're, they're, well, I, I love I, Jet. The fact that, what was it, um... Paste or a uh, spin or uh, born the pitchfork. That's what it was. Pitchfork shit all over them, and I was like, that was one of the best albums. I heard that that Apple commercial. Are you gonna be my girl? And I was just like, what the fuck is going every on here? So- but every song on that album that, is good. That's my album. Yeah, Get that's born. another great album. I know. Yeah, I love that album. I can tell you stories about that album all day long. Nice, awesome. Well, I think we agree on music. Yes, I think we- that's what I also <laughs> learned today. <laughs> no doubt we do. It's rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so tell me about where people can find you online. Yeah, um, madamradar.com. So, okay, or so at Madam Radar Music. So it's Madam, it's not Madame. No, Madam. Madam, okay. Madam. We, we were like almost, Madame we Radar. joked, um, we had decided on calling it Madam Radar. And then, like, a week before we, like, pulled the plug on the thing we're like we could be madam adam madam 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 right like terrible joke obviously but it's really fun to say but madam, no it's madam, a madam, yeah madam. it's a palindrome so uh, madam and radar are both spelt the same frontwards and backwards see i did not even realize that yeah so kelly yeah, so we, clever yeah we just we th- we have two girls two guys we like the balance of it and uh, i love hearing that yeah. i love hearing that okay so madam you, radar you know old, com. yeah you know those old like Zoltar booths, like the old like, like that, in big. Yeah, that's the kind of vibe we were going for with Madame Radar. It was like we were picturing like you know like a little fortune teller chick like in a box. Like <laughs> I remember, yes, when you were playing Sea Boys with the uh, Jam Pack, and um, Jace was like, "Hey, listen, got a new band name." And he showed me, yeah. showed me a sticker, a little, little B sticker, and he stuck it in there in the bathroom. But yeah, okay. So MadameRadar.com. Yes. What about Facebook? We are at Madam Radar Music, and the same is for Instagram. Smart. Yes. I believe that's very smart. What about YouTube? I believe that is also at Madam Radar Music. Okay. Well, you yeah. should keep that consistent. I, I yeah. believe that, at least. Um, what else do you have to say? Do you guys have any residencies or anything that you guys play? Yeah, we do the third Monday of every month at 1 to 1 from 8 to 
Love that. Yeah, and we have a new CD coming out on February 29th at the Scottish Rite Theater. Nice. Yeah, the show's produced by Concerts for Austin Charities, so it's going to benefit Ham, Step Onward Foundation, and Superhero Kids. So cool. Yeah, it's going to be a good cause. And we have Gordy Quist from the Band of Heathens opening up, so it's like... What's he going to play? Just solo? Or? No, actually, he's doing a never-before-seen trio show that night, so it's going to be really special. Dude, I can't wait for I that. I believe there's going to be some cello. <laughs> What's that you have, the four strings that you're playing? It's a cello. Ch- cello. Just turn it outside. It's a bass. Cello. <laughs> right? School of Rock. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I well, love the, Jack Black. Yeah, Jack Black is He's great. the best. Dude, Tenacious D. Every one of their albums also is so makes good. Makes me laugh. Jack Black just makes me laugh. Seriously though, their Pick of Destiny album, I can sing every word, word to it. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Well, Kelly, anything else you have to say? Cheers. Salud. Let's let's do this. All right. Thanks, Gunter. Thanks for hanging out. So that was Kelly Green of Madam Radar. She's been doing this thing called PAK, P-A-A-K, on the side. It's basically an all-female band. First letter of each of their names spell out PAK. Paige, Andrea, Amanda, Darnell, love her. Um, Carrie and Kelly. They play happy hour at Seaboys on Mondays. Go check her out there or go to a Madam Radar show. She rips on the guitar. Uh, you can check them out on the old interweb at www.madamradar.com for both Instagram and Facebook their handle is Madam Radar Music if you got the gumption head over to thebiggunshow.com that's thebiggunshow.com and check out what my band is up to these days you can also catch us on Facebook Instagram and YouTube all with the handle of The Big Gun Show Band that's the at the beginning band on the end our most consistent gig it's our monthly residency at the Little Longhorn Saloon here in Austin, home of Chicken Shit Bingo. We play the happy hour on the first Friday of every month. So bring your grandma. I promise she'll have a blast. I'll be back in two weeks, and then every other week after that, close your eyes. Get back on that desert island again. What five records do you have? Until next time.